You're listening to Season 2, Episode 47, where we talk about why your nonprofit must be able to describe a world where it is not needed. Welcome to the Minor Touches to Major Impact podcast, where nonprofit leaders get the strategies and the encouragement they need to see their mission fully funded. We refuse to leave the world as it is, no. We dream of it as it could be. We're kicking history in its sides. We're having a really good time while we're doing it. We believe that paying attention to the minor touches maximizes our impact for our mission. For the next few minutes, we hoist our sails in a voyage away from mediocrity. Just as fast as the wind will move us, we're racing toward excellence and seeing our mission fully funded. I'm your host, David Oakes. Welcome to the show. All right, I'm glad you tuned in today. We are talking in this episode about why your nonprofit must be able to describe a world where it is not needed. In the book Waking from the American Dream, Don McCullough writes that during World War II, England desperately needed to increase its production of coal. So Sir Winston Churchill called together labor leaders to enlist their support. At the end of his presentation, he asked them to picture a parade that he knew would be held in Piccadilly Circus after the war. First, he said, would come the sailors in this parade. First would come the sailors who had kept the vital sea lanes open. Then would come the soldiers who had come home from Dunkirk and then gone on to defeat Rommel in Africa. Then would come the pilots who had driven the Luftwaffe from the sky. Last of all, he said, would come a long line of sweat-stained, soot-streaked men in miner's caps. Someone would cry from the crowd, and where were you during the critical days of our struggle? And from 10,000 throats would come the answer. We were deep in the earth with our faces to the coal. Now, like Winston Churchill, great fundraisers, who see their mission funded, they understand the power of describing a world where their mission is not needed. With descriptive words, Winston Churchill described the world, the world filled with victory parades, where the great need for increased coal production was no longer needed. Why would great leaders need to clearly define a world where their organization or mission is not needed? Because that is the essence of vision. Vision is the world you would have to see for your nonprofit to no longer be necessary. Martin Luther King understood this when he described Mississippi, the essence of Southern segregation, as an oasis of freedom and justice. 
The Alzheimer's Association understands this. Their mission is to facilitate the important work in providing Alzheimer's care and support and accelerating research. But their vision is not what they do. Their vision is what the world would look like if everything they fund works. Their vision is a world without Alzheimer's. <laughs> the Alzheimer's Association vision officially is a world without Alzheimer's and all other dementia. Wow. Why does that matter? Because describing a vision as solved makes you, like Martin Luther King and like the Alzheimer's Association, describing a vision as solved makes you a visionary. Why does being a visionary matter? Because visionaries rule the world. Visionaries attract the resources they need to see their missions fully funded. Visionaries start movements. My friend Pastor Mike Wells just completed a million-dollar capital campaign. His campaign was a success because he understood this concept. One of his emails to his donors went like this. Ever get a scene from a TV show or movie stuck in your mind and you rehearse it over and over? I have a scene in my mind that bubbles up from my spirit that I just can't get away from. Can I share it with you? And then Pastor Mike goes on to describe this scene that he rehearses in his mind and in his spirit. I see our church altars covered with people whose souls have been gripped by the eternal message brought to life in our services. And before ever coming to our service, these people were moved by the excellent presentation they saw online. I see multitudes of diverse people assembled in that building. This building is specifically designed to enhance and aid their training to reap the ripe harvest. They're joyful, they are hungry, they're being fed, and they are anxious to be released to bring their community in. I see a facility that inspires our community leaders to gladly end their influence to for divine cause. And, Mike goes on to say, I see you there with them, feeling great emotion as you remember the Sunday we all brought a sacrificial gift to make it all happen. You look around and your eyes meet mine and we both explode with a glory to God because we know we only gave back what was given to us. Now, Nonprofit leaders and fundraisers often think that describing their need is the essence of fundraising, but nothing could be further from the truth. You see, describing the need is easy compared with the hard work of finding the descriptive words that paint a picture of the need having been met. If there is one thing I find that leaders don't understand, it is the power of 
vision. Most leaders think they become powerful when they can describe the need. Not so. Describing the need is easy compared to describing the world where that need would no longer be valid. Ask a leader what the vision is for their organization, and more often than not, they will tell you what they do. What is your vision, you may ask, and their answer? We provide, we serve, we educate, we research, but listen to me. No, 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 1,000 times no. What you do is not your vision. What you do is not your vision. Your programs are not your vision. Your research is not your vision. How you help people is not your vision. And why does that matter? Why does vision matters? This matters because without vision, you and your organization will never thrive. Without vision, your church will never prosper. Without vision, your missionary journey will be hard and tough. Without vision, your newsletters will be boring. (laughs) Without vision, your fundraising will be small. You see, your vision is not what you do. Your vision is what the world would look like if everything you do miraculously works. You become a visionary when you can describe a world where your organization is not needed. A school in Virginia offered the course Home Economics for Boys. That was the title of the course, Home Economics for Boys. No one enrolled. The dean renamed the course Bachelor Living. And you know what? 120 kids signed up. How you talk about your organization matters supremely. Vision, according to Stephen Covey in the book First Things First, vision is the best manifestation of creative imagination and the primary motivation for human action. Covey goes on to say, it's the ability to see beyond our present reality, to create, to invent what does not yet exist, to become what we not yet are. And then Stephen Covey says, it gives us capacity to live out of our imagination instead of our memory. Selah, pause and think about the power of vision. Vision is a bold and stunning picture from a leader of a possible future. It's been said that a vision without a task is but a dream, and a task without a vision is but drudgery. But a vision and a task is the hope of the world. I want you to dream with me. Think your mission, what you do, 
may be providing water filters in the South Sudan. But your vision could be that families in Sudan, South Sudanese families, always have clean drinking water. Two major differences in the way you describe your mission and your vision. Think about it. Your mission may be to provide glasses for the elderly. But your vision could be that grandparents can always read letters from their grandkids. That vision is so much more fiery than providing glasses for the elder. Your mission may be providing transportation for seniors, but a more fiery vision could be that senior citizens never again miss a doctor's appointment. Wow. Your mission may be providing low-interest car loans, but your vision could be that single moms are always on time for work or never miss a shift much more fiery and attracts much more resources. Your mission could be to make exhibits in the Children's Museum available. But your vision could be that children's imaginations are ignited. Wow, that's a vision that is much more attractive. Your mission could be that you teach poetry classes in prison. But dream with me, a more fiery and compelling vision could be that young poets discover their voice. Your mission could be that you fund your community theater's next production. But your vision could be that local kids get a taste of Broadway. Wow. Do you see how being a visionary is so much more imaginative and exciting than being a missionary? Your mission could be to preserve and protect threatened forests. But your vision could be that African forest elephants thrive in their natural habitat. Your mission, what you do, could be to provide mosquito nets for families in Southeast Asia. But your vision, the world that would exist if your mission were no longer needed, could be that children in Chuprong sleep soundly every night. Your mission could be to provide service dogs for veterans, but your vision could be that homebound veterans are never without a companion. Your mission, what you do, could be to provide interview clothes for homeless vets, but your vision could be that homeless veterans always feel confident. Describing the world where your nonprofit is not needed makes you a visionary and attracts the resources you need. That's our show for today. Why you and your organization must be able to describe a world where your mission and organization are not needed. Why? Because it makes you a visionary, a visionary. All right, that's our show for today. I hope it's helped you connect with me on Instagram or LinkedIn or both and let me know that this has been a help for you and how I can continue to help you in the future. All right, let me send you away with some positive affirmations. 
Remember, we are proud nonprofit leaders on a mission to create a changed world. We're not begging, we're not pleading, we are inviting humanity to partner with Providence to see injustice become justice, to see wrongs become righted, so we can leave the world we found in a better place. It's all coming together, it's breaking our way. Every day we're a little more clear in our message, every day we learn a little more strategy, every day we see another piece of the puzzle coming together. So until next time, this is David Oakes saying, don't forget, it's the minor touches that lead to major impact. So long.